Okay, we're here with Z-List Radio. I am Ro Hurley, and here with me is my co-host, Chris Otto. Hello, Chris. How you doing, Ro? Good. How are you tonight? Uh, all right. Okay, you ready to get going? You going to get started on this thing? Let's do it. Okay, cool. We took um, the month of February off. Um, we had a little bit of drama, and I took a small vacation, went out of the country for a while, Venezuela. And now we're back and we're ready to go. So um, we still have a demographic survey going on. If you go to zlist.com and click on shows, click on the We're Listening banner. Fill out the survey, please. No personal information is required, although if you want to put your email in there, you can give feedback on the show whenever you want to. Also, vote for us on Podcast Alley. Votes were down in February due to the fact that we had no show. Um, Go to podcastalley.com. No need to register, but you do need to enter a valid email address for verification. So let's jump into it here. So Comedy Central... um, they have a, a roast show. Have you seen those, Chris? Yeah, I've seen most of them. Yeah, they have one coming up on March 15th where they roast Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> so, yeah, what a fucking joke. I'm about to blog about that. Um, why is Larry the Cable Guy being roasted? I mean, what's his relevance? Well, for one thing, he's one of the highest paid comedians out there. No fucking way. Oh, yeah, anything blue collar or Comedy Central is just gigantic. Are you serious? Oh, I hate that whole shtick, you know? It's like, you've got, like, who was it Who was at the start of that? It was Ernest P. Worrell, right? Jim Varney? Who started what? The whole blue-collar comedy thing. Uh, I thought that was the, I thought it was, uh, what's his face? The guy that does, you know, you're, yeah, I think it was Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy and Bill Engvall. Uh, I thought Varney did it, like, way before any of them, though. Uh, I don't know. I just you know I, Ernest like hey Vern. Oh, Ernest. I know who that is, but I don't know. Was he a stand-up? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, but um, but yeah, I don't understand the relevance of because I don't know what Larry the Cable Guy is from other than doing his little get her done shtick. Well, see, Larry the Cable Guy actually started. He's actually funny. I'd actually like to get him on a podcast. The uh, reason being, he actually started as a straight comedian. He'd go out and just do jokes and stuff. Then what he'd do is he'd call into a radio station using that Larry the Cable Guy routine, you know, get her done and, you know, telling his backwards redneck jokes. Mm-hmm. And then he became kind of sought after by other radio stations to the point where he, you know, is calling nationwide all these different radio stations. And he just decided, hey, I'll just go ahead and embrace that character. And it became Larry the Cable Guy. And... Now he's being roasted on Comedy Central. And he's probably in the top ten highest paid comedians. Such a fucking boring shtick, though. I, I just, I don't get it. But anyways, um, so I was listening to parts of the roast on ComedyCentral.com, and it looks like they have Gary Busey roasting, which is, I mean, he's kind of funny because he's a fucking retard now, you know? Yeah. With all his brain damage and shit. So, okay, that's kind of funny. 
But then they have Maureen McCormick from the Brady Bunch, who was Marsha on the Brady Bunch. Yeah, well, they and they always throw in, like, they always try to throw in one straight person. I'm trying to think of who it was last time. They always try to throw in one straight person to cut two to be to be outraged. And I think that's what her whole thing was. I forget who the old lady was on the last one. <sighs> but she, she was like, she was dressed like a school marmer, like a church lady or something. And, and it's like she did a mini roast. Course Leachman. Course Leachman was on the last one. Uh, yeah, they always want to have one straight one that you'd see, you know, somebody milk toast that comes out and says dirty stuff and it kind of scares you. Mm. And it's supposed to be shocking and it always blows up in their face and they always do it again. Yeah. Well, Maureen McCormick was pretty bad. I mean, she had like no fucking comedic delivery at all. And, um, yeah, her jokes were just weak. I could have written way better material for her. Yeah, I heard it. She made one joke that was kind of funny about being in recovery and this and that. And then then she just made a joke about having Gary Busey as a designated driver or something. And it was just, it was, it was cringeworthy to say the least. Absolutely cringeworthy. I think what she said was um, part of the 12 steps is admitting, like, your guilt or whatever and so she said she turned to Gary Busey and said I'm sorry I cut you off that day in traffic oh I'm making amends yeah 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 that was her joke and then she was like oh it feels so good and it takes you know and then you realize okay because Gary Busey's brain damage was caused by getting cut off by some motorist and and hitting his head on a curb while he was on his motorcycle oh I didn't even realize that yeah yeah that's that's the that's what the joke is about Oh, I, f- I always figured it was because she cut him off, and that's when he got his DUI, and that's when that horrible mug shot came out. No, that was... Was that Gary Busey? Or was that Nick Nolte? Oh, those are two different people? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Oh, then that actually is a funny joke, then. <laughs> well, the delivery sucked. But anyways, what about Lisa Lampanelli? I hate Lisa, Lisa Lampanelli, man. I mean, you know, as you know, I'm a Stern fan, so and they have her on a lot. She pretty much made her career. I just, just the whole idea of her, the way she says blacks and dates blacks, and I'm, I mean, she's just incredibly racist, and she, she, she feels she has a right to be incredibly racist because she dates black people, and just that whole concept is totally beyond me her comedy is like if i don't know when i was a kid you'd go out and get these you know those dirty joke books you know mm-hmm. and it would just be a book of dirty jokes and it seems like she just kind of skims through those kind of like gilbert Gottfried without an actual sense of humor and, yeah. and her jokes are just really racist just like you know like i lost some uh, i can't do lisa voice but she's like oh i lost some weight so i'm trying to date the whites and she says the blacks and you know it's mm-hmm. just it's it's just racist it's it's not funny it's it- well let me let me play this clip from from the comedy central roast show here hang on a second Get her done is to rednecks what free chicken and white bitches is to blacks. But come on, Larry, haven't you milked this get her done thing long enough? You've beaten that concept so hard, it's now dating Chris Brown. (laughs) See, people are like all offended about the Chris Brown comment, but I'm 
I'm kind of more <laughs> more offended at the what, yeah, the, what the, fried chicken. And yeah, the first chicken. joke. I mean, that's exactly yeah. like it's it's a generic fried chicken. I mean, I'm surprised she didn't bring up grape juice and Cheetos. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's something you'd get out of a generic black joke book. But yeah. But as far as the, I, I did think the Chris Brown joke is funny. Um, yeah, the Chris Brown joke I didn't I didn't phase me at all because I think that whole situation is funny. You know, Chris Brown kicks Rihanna's ass and then she's like all taking him back and shit. You know. Yeah, and she's holed up in Puffy's lip yeah. and that whole thing. It's just it's ridiculous that she would. Take and, him. Yeah, her blood's like all inside the car and everything, and and they're like, you know, and then she's like, oh, you know, he's just so sweet. Otherwise, when he's not kicking my ass. The only thing, the other thing that bothers me about that joke. Mm-hmm. Is I mean if you, if you left it in the crowd reaction they're like oh you know what I mean they act mm-hmm. like oh it's way too soon it's way too soon but you know every comedy every comedian at chuckles has already made that joke you know yeah, it, it, exactly. it's nothing new they've been making it since the day it hit so she acts like she's so groundbreaking so controversial but at yeah. the same time I mean it's been made I don't know the fried chicken and white bitches though it's like I would have said like I mean. What what black guy is like out there chasing after white women though really you know just, I mean just, I don't even think that's funny. Well, we can get into that when we talk to Freeman later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Freeman, let's give him a call. Um, we're or uh, Bob Freeman from BobFreemanShow dot com. Hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what are you doing? Uh, just uh, very fucked up. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I think this might be funny. What'd you do? Smoke some weed or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit, and uh, some, some drinking. Colonels of what's that? Send some meth. No, I'm just kidding. No, PCP. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, so you ready for us? Yep. All right. So, Colonel's here. Colonel's here. Tone's here. Hey, Tone, wake up. Okay. Tone's here again. Uh, <laughs> What's he like? Just wake up and say, "Okay." Yeah. Oh, you can hear him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That no. Was Tone has the sleeping habits of a grizzly bear during hibernation season. He uh, <laughs> he pretty much is always sleeping. I'm joking, Tone. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ready when you guys are. All right. Cool. So is Kay there too? Uh, he, uh she is and isn't. She's uh, loading stuff from her car right now, so she's going back and forth. Uh, what's she loading? Uh, I don't know, she, her dad just bought her some, like, I don't even know what it is. It's breakable birth, shit. It's birth like control. Plates. How dare you? <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's like plates and glasses and stuff like that. Oh. Did you guys get married? No, no. No, yeah, right. Oh. Okay. Sounds like all domestic. Oh, her dad, you know, supplies her with the stuff because otherwise I would have her literally eating with her fingers. You'd have her, like, stealing plates and silverware from restaurants and shit, right? I do that, actually. I it's do not, it, too. I, I don't, like, not so much the silver stuff, but I take, uh, right now, my drawer is full of uh, Taco Bell sporks. I, I mean, my best year, I mean, I was making good money. I still had, like, a, a drawer full of yellow Wendy's napkins. So. <laughs> yeah, no shame in that. Freeman, what are you up to lately? What's what's going on in your life? What's what's uh, what's happening, man? Oh, uh, not a lot. Uh, what's happening is largely negative. I just filed for unemployment. Uh, I got uh, the restaurant I was funny. working on. I, I got laid off, so 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much living in squalor uh, as usual, but now I'm openly searching for another job. So let me actually appeal to the listeners here. Uh, if you have a job, even if it's you know just sucking the occasional dick, I'm your man, all right? I'm not gay if I'm getting paid. <laughs> Plus, unless you take it up the ass, you're not really gay, you know, right? And even if it's just halfway, you're not gay. Yeah, as long as the balls don't touch, you're fine. Just a tip, yeah. <laughs> so, seriously, you got laid off, man? That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a perfect that. time to get laid off, too. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every- Tons of jobs out there. Everyone's in the job market, man. It sucks. Um, well, uh, you know, maybe someone will uh, get back to you on that whole dick-sucking gig. You know, you never know. Uh, I put an ad on Craigslist, but nothing's happened so far. So, fingers yeah, they're crossed. Never gonna, they're never going to respond to an ad on Craigslist. What you got to do is just every day go on Craigslist, just hit up everybody. Never put your resume out there. All you're going to do is get hit up by these, you know, business opportunities, all these people. You're just going to be answering the phone all day whose people's job it is to to try to recruit people who need jobs. And try oh, no. to- now, are you offering I, I, massage services on Craigslist? Though? No, I, I was. I don't know what I was talking about. I was talking about casual encounters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how many roses are you asking for, though? Maybe your price is too high. Yeah, I think the glasses make me look dorky. Nobody wants a square. <laughs> you got to show them your tight ass, man. I thought about it, but... Uh, I've got this one really bad zit right now, and it's it's not the time for that photo. Oh. Yeah, there's a market for that? anything, you know. That one. Remember, I made a GIF out of it when you were like running, when you were like naked and running down that hallway. Yeah, I've let myself go since since those glory <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is that what Tone tells you? He does. He does. Mm. I, I've deviated from the workout uh, regime that he put me on. You, yeah, you, well, tell them the tone workout regime. <laughs> it's called uh, <laughs> getting morbidly obese and then dying. You I'm looking at gr- it right now. His belly button looks like a cave. Why is he always shirtless around you? You know, I don't know, but <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. you I'm not going to argue with it. It, it. it adds something to his look. B- big tone, uh, I think... If anybody could pull off Buddha chic, it's Big Tone. <laughs> I actually have some pictures of Tone up on zealist.com, which reminds me, you and Tone need to get me the, the picture, and maybe Colonel, too, if you guys hold in the zealist sign. Maybe tonight, since you're nice and high, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, we should take that photo. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyways, so shall we talk about Charles Barkley reporting to Tent City? Absolutely. I'm going to let Otto intro this one. Okay, basically Charles Barkley, he got a DUI here in the fine city of Scottsdale, which uh, I did as well. And uh, I'm kind of pissed off about it because uh, Sheriff Joe went out to make this big point that he's going to make, you know, he's going to make Charles Barkley go to Ten City just like any other guy. Then if you go and see the news story that's out on the internet right now, You'll see they put him in his own little section. They're letting him wear his own clothes. And he's on work release as well. So he's his one day in jail is going to be a total of about about eight hours in jail. 
and um, he he doesn't have to interact with any of the other prisoners except through a fence. I mean, he's basically getting celebrity treatment, which is something that Sheriff Joe supposedly is totally against. Now, on the other hand, you have DMX, who has gotten the exact opposite. Now, of course, he's beating up the guards with food trays. <laughs> but he got the exact opposite treatment. They put him in a different jail, which is just a whole... It's way worse. It's actually condemned, and you can act. There's actually a class action lawsuit going on right now, where for every day you stayed there, you can get about 250 bucks a day because it's covered in asbestos and it's sinking into a man-made pond that it's built on. But I just think it's bullshit that all he had to do was say, "Yeah, I take responsibility for my actions. I do this," and sit there on a park bench next to Joe and do that. And all of a sudden, he gets all this special treatment. So it really pisses me off because his crime, I mean, not only was he, he, he DUI, he got pulled over. He had a gun on him. I mean, Arizona is the only state I can think of. If you're driving drunk and you have a gun on you, you're going to do a day in jail. Plus, they ask him where he's going, and he's like, I'm on my way to get a blowjob. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was an aggravated aggravated situation and he got less than the minimum time you the average person is going to get at least 10 days in jail for their first DUI out here he got one nobody gets it anymore and there's a bench in front of the Scottsdale jail that says every man is equal under the eyes of the law and uh, I think Sheriff Joe just proved that that's not true now I should mention that video um, of Charles Barkley giving his little press conference from jail is available on TMZ.com and and I also forgot to mention people seem to really have an interest in that in Arizona's tent city um, our podcast that we did with you Otto, that tent city episode mm-hmm. is is the most downloaded in, in triplicate like triple the numbers that, that our other podcasts you know regular podcasts would get it's the most downloaded episode ever so that's either because people like Otto or because people are just really interested in Tent City or maybe a combination of both. I don't know. No, it's definitely Tent City because, I mean, I knew what Tent City was when I lived in Cincinnati, you know. I mean, it's nationwide. Everybody knows about it. And so I think they're searching for Tent City. I don't think they're searching for me. I hope to God. Freeman, have you ever driven through Arizona for a blowjob with guns and whores? No, but only because of lack of funds. That's actually on my to-do list. I'm looking at the photo. Is it is it Joe Arpaio? Arpaio. Arpaio. Well, yeah. Sheriff Joe looks like everybody's racist uncle. Yeah, and he is too. <laughs> and I bet he perpetually smells of beer and tobacco. Yeah. Does he ever say "get her done"? Undoubtedly. Yeah. No, he's not a hillbilly kind of guy. He's just a corrupt, good old boy guy. Like, he has his brother running the commissary system. The commissary is where you, because the food's there, so that because the food there is so disgusting, you you can buy regular like snacks there. And his brother runs that, and his other brother runs this. Joe, Joe Arpaio, by the way, actually does have two DUIs. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, really? Yeah, he's also a convicted felon. So when you see him walking, ar- when you see him walking around with a gun in his holster, it's well known that that's a plastic gun. Uh, what's he on? What's he a felon? I mean, what what's the felony? Um, I think it has to do with it's some kind of uh, theft by deception theft. I have to do a little research about it. It might actually that might just be a jailhouse rumor, but mm-hmm. I, I have no problem perpetuating it. <laughs> 
Um, another thing I noticed from the TMZ video is that Joe always has to to be dishonest when uh they they hold up the pair of the pink underwear. Yeah. If you notice, it says Joe on it. Uh-huh. The pink underwear A is is not in that good condition. It looks like it's been washed 400 times in rock salt. And B, it doesn't have his name on it. So he just wanted to get his name out there just a little bit more. So Maybe that's his special pair. His bitches wear that shit. Yeah. It was just like when I was there, uh, right around Christmas, he was getting a little heat, you know, feeding, feeding us crap and shit. So they were filming right outside my tent on the other side of the gate. And he was... You're fed uh, basically two meals a day there rather than three. And the first meal a day is uh, a bag, like a bag lunch. You know, the green bologna sandwich, a thing of milk, and a thing of crackers. And uh, I saw him out there, and he's holding up the bag that he gives to all the prisoners. And the thing looked like like a full Safeway bag, just full of shit. So just, I mean, the guy's just the most dishonest, corrupt public official that we've ever had that wasn't president of the United States. Let's uh, talk to Colonel. You want to talk to Colonel? Yeah. Yeah, how should we how should we call him up? Should we Actually, you don't need to. I can pass the phone to him. He's right next to me. Oh, well, should we have you on too or what do you think, Otto? Should we Well, first, can, can Freeman Freeman give us a little background on Colonel? I mean, how did you meet him? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Colonel uh I met him because he was the roommate of a guy who appeared on my old show, uh, a, a guy named uh, Reverend Rave. They were roommates and uh, took a liking to Colonel, and we've been hanging out ever since. Colonel plays in a band called Lotus Rush. Uh, I actually uh, was supposed to see last night, but I showed up five minutes after they stopped playing because uh, you know I had my priorities, and <laughs> drinking was one of them in the car. The drinks there are kind of expensive. Um, that's that's pretty much all you need to know about Colonel. He's a good guy, and he does a really good imitation of uh, a gay African American gentleman on YouTube whose name escapes me. <laughs> what uh, what kind of music does his band play? Is he country? Isn't he country? No, it's kind of classic rock. They do the occasional oh, country okay. song though. Gotcha. Now he's from England, correct? Originally, yeah, no trace of an accent though. Ah. Does does he go by any name? Is Colonel his last name or something, or why is he called Colonel? Uh, well, I don't want to actually say his last name because all the teeny boppers that follow his every career move will, you know, Google him and figure out where he lives. But oh. um, both of them. Let's just say <laughs> Kern. I was going to say Kern is, is, is Kern is part of his last name, so we stretched it out to Colonel because I have to have a stupid nickname for everyone. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk to Colonel then and ha- have him answer the phone in his gay black man voice. We'll, t- we'll interview him as a gay black man. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. That's actually right. usually how he communicates with me. <laughs> and, and I should say, too, Colonel is... Uh, probably higher than I am, so... Uh, okay, oh, awesome. You know, forg- <laughs> forgive What should him. we call him when he's in character for the gay black man? Colonel, as a, as a, a gay black man, what do you want to be called? <laughs> Too high to have a quick response. Here he is. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, too high. <laughs> How's it going? 
<laughs> Good. How are you? Doing all right. So, um, I'm Ro, and this is Chris here with me. You know us from Bob Freeman Board. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Greg. So, um. Hey, Bob. That's it. <laughs> what, what just happened here? Um, Bob wanted me to do an impression for y'all. Okay, do it. <laughs> well, you ever watch that uh the Africano Boy show on YouTube? <laughs> what? Africano Boy? Well, Re Rican posted a video called "It's So Cold in the D." Yeah, I'm familiar Baby with T. that. Do, do you ever see that? Yeah, that's funny. And and and, and this guy does a response to that you know those video responses okay. but he actually has a whole channel with like 50 different videos or whatever <laughs> and the part that caught my attention is the part where he goes what the hell what the hell <laughs> after describing the whole raggedy raggedy ass video <laughs> is that was that kind of like your reaction when you found out that you could have gotten an LCD TV for the same price that you got your tube TV? <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of my tube TV, damn it. <laughs> for those who don't know, it's a standing joke. Colonel bought, paid way too much for the wrong television, and no one is letting him live it down. It'll never die. It'll never die. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so was that, was that the... the the gist of the imitation, or is there more to it? Well, actually, he said that after he was like, you know, she's up there singing, and she don't even be getting into it. She'd be a it's so cold in the date. How the fuck do we post a key piece? What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> you gotta see it. It's hilarious. The guy's fucking funny okay. as hell. Well, we'll try to find it and, and link it up on the blog and have that. And if you could go ahead and isolate that for us, Ro, we can use that <laughs> we can do A sound bite, Colonel's what the hell. <laughs> we'll make a great ringtone. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so so what what's your life like? What What's it like being Colonel? Uh, it's pretty standard, actually. Yeah, yeah. I got a day job and go home, drink beers. Do you get and, late? Uh, no, not since my last girlfriend, no. How many years ago was that? Uh, probably a couple of years ago. So you, you haven't been late in about two years? But you're in a band, right? Don't like the chicks dig... Are you guitarist or bass player? I'm a bass player. Chicks don't go for bass players. Sure they do. <laughs> Come on. The front man's engaged, so I don't know. <laughs> they still go for... I don't know. I don't know. The Tommy Lee was in the very back, and I'm pretty sure he gets pussy. Yeah, I was going to say, if the drummer can get laid, the bass player can definitely get laid. I mean, true. that's the order. True. The drummer's the last guy. Yeah. You true, true, true. So, what's your excuse, man? Well, I guess, I don't know, maybe I, I'm just not like not like as confident as like some other bass players are. Uh. Wrong answer. You're supposed to say you have too high a standards. He's <laughs> <laughs> being honest. <laughs> So, um, so what's it like being in the Freeman crew? I mean, because Freeman is, like, pretty out there, really, when you think about it, you know, and his friends are all fucking freaks, so, so what's your, what's your deal? Like, what makes you a freak? What makes me a freak? Yeah. Why are you qualified to be in the Freeman crew here? Um, uh, well, I just, I just act myself, and then, you know, that's all I got to say. 
Is it the what the hell thing? <laughs> no, I think I, I see Colonel Moore as like the anchor, kind of like he's like this. Even though he's getting high and drunk, he's kind of like the one that's like, no tone. Maybe it's not a good idea to do that, or no, Freeman, put that away. Do you ever do that? Do you try and hold tone back when he like, you know, whenever he drops his pants and you know, or talks about creaming himself? Do you ever like? Say hey, tone. Maybe. You oh yeah. Well, down. sometimes you know. Yeah. Oh, I, you know. Sometimes I gotta put my foot down. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're about that time when he was over at my house talking to uh, uh, North Cal. <laughs> he started to raise his voice up a little bit, and I said, "Hey, you gotta take that outside." <laughs> and the mm-hmm. second he stepped his, stepped out on my front porch, he fucking sc- started screaming at him at the top of his lungs. <laughs> that is a funny story. Yeah, fuck, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you faggot! It was like right next to the bedroom window of one of my roommates. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so you, so you, you fucked up then. You told him to take it outside. He took it outside, right? Yeah, no. yeah, I was expecting that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I brought it on myself, I guess. Can't be mad at Tone. He's just doing what he's doing. <laughs> It actually is a funny story because the way Freeman described it, he he said he told Tone to take it outside, and Tone ran to the door, kind of like you know when you're holding in a really big diarrhea and you're running. Yeah. And the second the door opens, then he just unloads on the guy. It's not like he walked outside. Yeah, it's like you got diarrhea and your ass touches the toilet seat. Yeah. Was was Tone uh, drunk at the time? No, no. Is is Tone is a big drinker? No. Yeah. Yes, he is, isn't he? I called his house one time just randomly, and he was so fucked up, sitting there watching TV with his brother, that he couldn't even fucking talk. So how how can you tell the difference? <laughs> Good point. Cool. Except he was, like, slurring his words and, like, snoring in between sentences, you know, basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so, um, so was Tone drunk at the time? No, he wasn't drunk at the time. Because he's left some awesome drunken voicemails on my answering machine. Like what? What do you say? Well, once he he told me like he was dating this this girl Megan, and <laughs> she was like four hundred pounds or something, and he he left me <laughs> he left me this voicemail. Well, I saw a picture of her. I didn't know you dated her. Yeah. Well, he said he did. I I think I think maybe a date to Tone is like just an association to anybody else. You know, like huh. like. Because he's in the room with a girl, he thinks it's a date kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> but he he said, like, he left me this voicemail, and I think he was trying to make me jealous, but he was telling me how he got his red wings, how she gave him his red wings, and it was so oh, tasty. And then he started making these mmm noises, and it was like... <laughs> to, to, to clarify for the audience that has any kind of taste, red wings are when you go down on a girl when she's on her period. Uh, I never did that, but but I but I but I but I did I, I did I did poke it. Oh, you thing. got to! I mean, sometimes you just got to yeah, take one for the like team. Lay out a towel, lay out a towel or something. Or? It gives it a little more slippier texture. Yeah. Slipperier. Well, I just threw up a little it, in my is mouth. It better? <laughs> is it is it better? Like like is it like juicier? Uh, I wouldn't like... say it's better. No, it's yeah. horrible. It's like a crime scene afterwards. You don't know whether to cry or just it, it's you gotta it's put bad. the towel down. Gotta put the towel down. But but you like wanted it so bad, and what she wouldn't give you a blowjob or I mean, <coughs> did you 
I think, you like, I think she wanted it so bad, so I don't know. I just did it. Really? <laughs> I mean, we're talking to Colonel. I mean, can you blame her? But that was back when I was young and dumb. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because hmm. I'd, I'd probably, if I were a guy, I'd probably try and talk her into a blowjob. <laughs> As a woman, I'd probably rather do that yeah. than clean up a mess afterwards, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, the good thing is, when they're on their period, you know they're not ovulating, so... That's true, I guess. But um, I could be totally wrong, kids. So all of our underage audience, please, maybe you want to go to Wikipedia <laughs> and make sure that they might be the most fertile at that time. I don't know, but I've used it as excuses to girls well, we, that we tried to, to use. We used to use that system to, to as a as a method of birth control. Huh. It worked. Yeah, it yeah, it did. Okay. <laughs> um, like the citizens of San like, Francisco, thank you. Oh, she's like knew her body real well or something. I don't know. Huh. Anyhow, okay. Um, do you have anything to plug? A website or anything like that? Uh, tour dates. <laughs> yeah, between two yeah. different bars. <laughs> Actually, next month we're going on a three-day tour. <laughs> Thursday, oh, Friday, really? and Saturday. To? <laughs> Where to? Lafayette, Thursday, and Clayton. Louisiana? Friday. No. California. Oh. Um, what about South by Southwest? Will you be at South by Southwest? No. Oh, okay. I'll be there. Alright, so you want to talk to me? Way to name drop. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk to Freeman, and then we're going to give Tone a call. Alright. Alright, nice talking to you, Colonel. You too. Yeah, it was awesome, Colonel. Yeah, thanks. Hey, guys. Hey, so shall we call Big Tone now? Absolutely. All right, let me add him in. You and Otto go ahead and talk amongst yourselves, please. Just one moment. Oh, should can, Otto, can, while I'm calling him, can you intro the ringtone thing? Well, I, I think it needs no introduction. I just think. Okay. I just. This is on. This is on Tone's phone. Are you going to mute Freeman? Uh, yeah. I, let me wake him up too. Hey, Tone. Yes. You're not on the internet, <laughs> are you? I like how he wakes up abruptly. You know, like. Were you asleep? <laughs> only, only a little bit. Okay, they're about to call you. All right. Okay, so uh, I'm muting now, guys. So. Okay, here we go. We're calling the big tone. Please enjoy this call tone while we connect you. Oh, we will. Hello. Tone. Hi. Hey, how are you, buddy? I'm okay. What is with the ringtone there? The, the take me out to the ball game. What's the story there? It's just when it's baseball season. It's um, time to get uh, people to know that that uh, it's baseball season and stuff like that. And um, I'm a big baseball fan. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Is that because the men wear those tight white pants? Uh, no, it's just like they wear um, like um, it's like um. I I was a uh, I love I used to play little league baseball and then it got attached to my um got attached to me and then I loved playing baseball. I love to watch um um some baseball this year, especially like this um event right now called the World Baseball Classic, uh-huh. where where like teams from different nations compete against each other. Yeah, kind of like the World Cup of ba- World Cup, but except it's baseball instead of soccer. Uh huh. Awesome. Kind of like well, the World is. Series is to baseball. You know the world. The World Baseball Classic is more like 
<laughs> the world, you know, you know, soccer. They have the World Cup, you have the and, Olympics, right. and uh, right. all of that stuff. Yeah, and baseball, baseball has should the happen world like series. that, right? Yes. <laughs> Tone. Anyways, hey, let's talk about your date again, okay? Okay. Tone had a Tone had a date the other day. He joined like eHarmony or something like that. Yeah. And and you hooked up with a babe, right? Right. And she was hot, right? I I can say that, yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't she wasn't as big as Megan, right? Right. She was like normal average size chick. Yeah. Yeah. And she and she wanted your hog bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could just tell, huh, the way she was like staring at you and shit, right? Right. Yeah, I got it. So um so how'd the date go? Um it went pretty well. Yeah? Yeah. Did you get laid? Let's say uh, no, I stay out late because he didn't want gentleman to. doesn't talk about it, right? Right. Yeah. Did she give you a blowjob? Uh no. Mm. Did you kiss her? Uh no. Did you? Did you ejaculate? What? No. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Otto. Did you make any skin contact whatsoever? Besides a hog, no. Besides the hog. Did you say besides a hog? Hog. Did you see you? I thought he said hog. You mean embrace? I got you. So, Warm embrace. So, so did yeah. you take her? So you probably took her somewhere nice, maybe a classy restaurant. Where'd you take her? I take it to a uh, coffee shop. Oh, a, a really nice, like, clicky co- coffee shop, like somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Business like that, right? Like a good, good old coffee shop. Yeah. It wasn't like a Starbucks, was it? It is. It's it, 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 Starbucks. Oh. oh God. Was she impressed? Yeah. 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 Did you show her like when when you were talking to her on eHarmony and you guys were like sending pictures? Did you send her those penis pictures? The which which p- pictures? The the penis pictures of your penis that you sent to me. Ah uh, no. Hmm. Good idea. Those have made the rounds, though, huh? Your yeah. penis pictures. What's up with that, Tone? Hey, um, I don't know how you get around, but I bet that that prick, they call me fag, probably tricked me on that one. Have mm, wh- fag. Whoever that they call me fag is, that guy is. I want to kick his ass. Yeah, his name is Steve. Steve. Okay. Yeah, he's from the bobfreemanboard.com. Yeah. But he posts under the name they call me fag. Yeah. Um so um so someone tricked you into penis pictures and into sending them and those are the pictures that you took solely for me. Yeah. Right? Right. And so you sent them to what you thought was another woman and karma just turned around and bit you in the ass and it turned out to be another man who ended up posting the pictures all over the place, right? Right. So if I post the pictures on the blog, that's cool now, right? Well, no, I don't want my um, oh, buy those pictures okay. to be posted on the blog or okay. anywhere like I, that. I understand. Okay. So, um, so anyways, um, let's uh, should we let's talk some politics, Tom? What do you think? All right, I'm ready. All right, cool. Um, did you see the anti-abortion ad that that uh, featured? A mention for Obama. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that yet, but I'm going to look into that one. 
Mm-hmm. Well, let me describe it to you. Basically, what it is, it's a picture of a fetus, and there's some uh, classical music playing in the background. I'm already turned on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, and it says this this child's future is a broken home. He will be abandoned by his father. His single mother will struggle to raise him. Despite the struggles he will endure, this child will become the first African-American president. And then they cut to a picture of Obama and say, life, imagine the potential. What do you think of that? Pretty deep, huh, Tone? Yeah, pretty deep, yeah. So what they're saying is, in their own in their own right wing way is Obama is so fucking awesome that um, an abortion might have might have caused us to not have this awesome president now. <laughs> so it's a real yeah. positive ad, right? Um, well, maybe it could be a positive ad per se, but you see, <laughs> Barack Obama, the Marxist in chief. <laughs> The Marxist in chief. <laughs> At least he didn't say socialist. I'm so tired of of everyone using the. Well, Karl Marx is a socialist. That's the whole thing. Where did did you get did I you know, get that I from? Know, Rush it, or Sean? But at least he didn't say it. Okay, did you get it from Rush or Sean? There, Tone. Oh, what? From where? Which which radio show talking head did you get Marxist in chief from? Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck. Um, yeah, many of these guys, yeah. Michael Savage. Yeah, Mark, right, Michael Savage, who used the term neo-Marxist. Because of Barack Obama and Nancy Pelosi, uh, neo-Marxist. Pelosi. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> so, okay, so let's talk, What? what were you, where were you going with this tone? Barack Obama, the neo-Marxist, or whatever. Yeah. Um, what about him? Yeah, he's, he's, he's done great so far, huh? Here's the thing: is that this pork bill, or the porkless bill, as Rush Limbaugh calls it, is going to fund some money for worldwide worldwide abortions. Pardon me. That, Wait, hold on. Yeah. Can I stop there? You, did you just say it was going to fund money for worldwide abortions? Yeah, yeah abortions worldwide. That? So that means that he's pouring. Uh, abortions worldwide and fund them so that they can kill innocent babies that could have, like, support him. So ba- so basically you're saying he's sending out, like, a task force to go worldwide, door-to-door, to perform abortions? No, no, it's a spending bill. So it's a, a fund to give to uh, abortion clinics worldwide and in the United States to fund for abortion out of our own tax money. Now, now they don't actually fund the actual abortions. They, they, they fund. They, they. I won't even get into it. It's over your head. But uh, you mentioned the spending bill, and you talk about the pork. Now it turns out three of the top five senators who requested earmarks are Republicans. Yeah, the three republics. Republic. Republican. Well, no, no, it's not like Republic. That, you know, you know, you gotta get it. that. Mike Levin got this uh, Jewish uh, commentator, Mark Levin, called the Republics. Yeah. Or, so be- in our term, 
Rhino. I like that Tone has all this like lingo now. You know, he's got like, you know, these clever names for things like Nancy Pelosi and. Yeah, yeah I got like a, I got a lot of um, names on my head. <laughs> That's awesome, Tone. So basically, yeah. what you're saying is, all Republicans are good until we find out something's bad about them, then we just call them Republicans. Yeah, they're. Yeah, well, that's what. Uh, yeah, we have bad Republicans, like from liberal states. Like those two senators from Maine are called those senators from Maine who voted for the uh, porkless bill. That's uh, Susan Collins and um, oh man, I forgot her name. Well, yeah, I know there's another one, but and then there's our inspector from Philip, from Pennsylvania. Those are they, they call them rhinos, Republicans in name only. So they don't go with the rest of the other uh, Republicans who voted against the bill. Now you're talking about Arlen Specter, the guy who, during the JFK assassination investigation, was the one who came up with the magic bullet theory. Um, Who's been a hard, so. hardcore right winger since the '60s? You're saying he's not a true Republican. Arlen Specter, well, yeah, because he voted for the spending bill. I mean, some 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 republics or rhinos um, do not support a lot of conservative views simply because they came from the northeast or from liberal areas, just so they can get their vote, get vote into the into office. Okay, just, just... Many, Go ahead. do support some tax cuts. I have a question for you, Tone. Yeah. So you're you're anti-abortion, right? Um, personally, yes. Okay, but you also are anti-Filipino, right? Um, let's put it this way. I I kind of like change my position. I really I like <laughs> some Filipinos. So let's well, put it this way. I do support some Filipinos who agree with my views. Uh huh. I mean, not I don't like hate all Filipinos. There's some who agree with my views, and there are some who don't. So basically, you disagree with, or you hate rather, all Filipinos that disagree with you. Um, I well, I don't really do not like what they call these the folkless sliggers, these uh, hip hop Filipino people who think that they are black. Sliggers. I like that he's got all these kind of like the guy uh-huh. from the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, kind of like that, kind of looking in that type of sense. Yeah. So, so here's my question. So, say, say you and I hooked up, Tone, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm half Filipino, right? Right. But say, say we didn't have period sex. Say that we had sex like while I was ovulating, and say I got pregnant. So, if I had a baby, that baby would be um, two thirds Filipino, right? And it would most likely be liberal because I'm extremely liberal. So, in that case, would it be okay for me to have an abortion? Well, if that's your choice to have an abortion, that's your choice. Choice. I mean, there's you see, okay? right? Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop. So you are a pro-choice Republican. Well, I am not worried. I'm personally pro-life, but I see. I do not think that. I'll, I'll put it this way: I'm against partial birth abortion. I think that that. I oppose these what called partial birth abortion that um, you know, like before, like 
abortions. Late, late term abortions. Term abortions. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what happened to Tone's head. That would explain it, the forceps. <laughs> Anyways, go on, Tone. So so what would you want? Would you want me to have an abortion, or would you want a little two-thirds Filipino liberal baby running around in the world? I would rather have a uh, two-thirds uh, baby alive and have an oh, abortion. Okay. Uh, would you You'd be okay with your your baby voting Democrat and 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 not um, listening to Rush Limbaugh and voting for Obama. Well, then okay. I don't think that's what it's called part of the genes. Of um, I mean, liberals is not in the genes, or conservatives is not in the genes. It's how you are influenced and how you've been like um, like you. I know people have like independent views. Mm-hmm. And um, depending on how they're uh, educated, so I'll probably teach a child about Republicanism and about conservative views. Uh huh. This is amazing. It's it's Tone and Roe versus Wade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um. So now I'd also Tone want our child to to embrace his her or her heritage. I'd want them to speak Tagalog. And um. So that's cool, right? Well, I mean, I know this is America. You're free to speak Tagalog. I mean, you're free to learn your simple heritage. That's America. I, that's, I don't think government should, should take control over it. Okay, cool. Well, let's, let's, let's work on this then. Okay. <laughs> I think that's awesome, Tone, that, that, you would, that you would still love our child, you know, our liberal, two-thirds Filipino, Tagalog-speaking child. Uh, that's fine. I mean, that's um, that's America because I mm-hmm. believe that um, you don't have to learn Tagalog. I mean, for one thing, is I don't feel that Tagalog has any uh, use in this. Um, Tagalog. And this, uh, you, well, I, don't, well, I don't give a rest as if it's called Tag- Tag- Tagalog or Tagalog, but whatever whatever the language is Filipino that's the official language of the Philippines uh-huh. so yeah. um I really do not really care I mean that is something government should take control of a person's culture okay cool now if if our child was born handicapped um, I'm I'm really happy that Obama has reversed a lot of the Bush policies on stem cell research um, so that Possibly, there's a cure for for many things: spinal cord injuries, different cancers, damage, brain damage, whatever. What do you th- What are your thoughts on that, Tone? Well, here's the thing: is that I do not like in with research. However, there are some other uh, research out there that will not destroy human life because I think if you use stem research, I think believe it will be like destroying human life. So you think a, a one- or two-celled organism is a human life? Well, that, that's a fetus. You're taking a... Like, no, that's a fetus. Like, You're right. That is a fetus, but we're talking about an embryo. Yeah, an embryo, it, yeah. Yeah, an embryo is not a fetus. Well, you eat embryos, Tone. Balut in the Philippines. Yeah. Actually, that's a fetus. That's, that's a, a fetus. fetus. Yeah, that's not a boarded uh, balut. Yuck. That's disgusting. Does your mom eat that shit, man? No, I've never seen that balloon before. Really? Yeah, I've never seen it. 
life at all. I mean, in, in real life at all. Not in the pictures, uh -huh. but in real life. Gotcha. So, um... Real quick, I just wanted to, to correct something. You had mentioned Arlen Specter and another person. Those are two people that actually voted for the bailout bill. Um, you were talking about you were talking about pork, and I said the well, top three. You were I, not, and what I mentioned was the top three senators were that that had pork in their bill. Um, that wasn't Arlen Specter. It was Tad Cochran of Mississippi with four hundred seventy million dollars in earmarks. Um, Cochran seatmates Roger Wicker, who had three hundred ninety million million dollars. And then uh, David Vitter of Louisiana rounds out the top five. So maybe you want to think of clever names for them. Maybe Tom Shitter or uh, Todd Cockman and, and Roger Dicker. What do you think? Run with that, Tone. Yeah, I'll think about those names, okay? Because usually once we talk more about them, then I can give a color now. I'll give them those that type of names and stuff like that. Gotcha. So basically, you want to you want to raise the political discourse in this country today. Um, here's the thing: is that in this country, we have uh, we need to like get people in this country. Because like, a lot of the Republican parties, what I call the grassroots party, we need to get people to influence our uh, conservative ideas and consider voting for the uh, Republican Party. That actually leads us into a, one of our topics. Um, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Fan? Not a fan? A uh, big fan of Rush Limbaugh, yeah. Would you consider him the leader of the Republican Party? De facto. I believe, you might say he might be the leader of the Republican Party, but you see, not all Republicans are conservatives. Like I said, there are some rhinos from the Northeast simply because they would just want to get the vote. And I don't think that's the way it should go. I think you got to tell the people today saying, look at this Obama going to keep raising your taxes and all that stuff. You want to continue paying more taxes, raise paying more taxes. You'll be broke one of these days. Well, um, Obama's lowering taxes on 95% of Americans. He's raising it on the top 1%, which is 5% of Americans. Do you consider yourself in the top five percent of tax of uh, of of uh, I'm blanking here? But would you consider yourself a top five percent earners in America right now? Um, no, but you see, you're raising taxes on small businesses. So I'm sorry. So in this case, in this case, a Bamacoon is going to keep raising taxes on small businesses that's making two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like, has a model pop shop. Yeah, no, maybe Freeman and is Freeman too close to tone because we are getting a lot of echo. Um, I don't, well, not that uh, close, but I think that this uh, Obama team is going to, um, Obama. And actually, Obama, <laughs> Obama, the chief, is going to raise taxes on small businesses. That will hurt small businesses. Well, we'll see. That's why he's not going to do it. He's actually lowering taxes on small business, um, and he's also raising that two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But uh, b back to the topic to of, of Rush Limbaugh and the CPAC convention. Did you see his speech at the CPAC convention? 
saw most of it, yeah. Did you see the 13-year-old boy speak? Uh, no. Okay. Well, what, what I'm wondering is, do you think maybe you might be qualified to be the de facto leader of the Republican Party? Um, that one, I'm, I, I might consider doing that, but we just um, need to... Um, I might consider um, thinking about if they want me to become the leader, they can... But I would love to like talk. Get I mean, kind of like get get my point across. Get that point across. I might considering too. reading some English books first. If you did, <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I already know English, so so I don't. Not, I need to reach out to so many people. I don't care what race. I mean, we gotta treat all people as Americans. I, I kind of think Tone would be a less retarded representative of the Republicans than Rush. Yeah, well, let me ask you, Tone. Do you do you want Obama to fail? Well, yes. the problem is that I I think that um, what Rush would have said is that he wants Obama's policy to fail because those are socialist policies. They just failed in the Soviet Union, in China, and in uh, socialist Europe. He wants Americans to succeed. So he wants so Americans to succeed, but he wants all of his all of the president's policies to fail. <laughs> how is how is that possible? Well, socialism has failed in the past, and Obama's policies are socialist. He's a Marxist po- uh, policy that will keep taxing uh, everyone, and we're going to and look at our stock market. Since Obama took over, a stock market is plunging right below to the lowest point in 25 years. Yeah, and it started when Bush was still president, and and no, 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 you're wrong. It started when when those two uh, uh, pricks, Bonnie Frank and Chris Dodd, let these um, people, let Freddie Mac and Freddie Mac um, run this, give money, give votes to people, can't. Yeah, I remember when Rush Limbaugh used it as a talking point. Um, but what I'm saying is, th- why while the Dow Jones average is an economic indicator, you realize it is just a connection. It is just a collection of 30 stocks that they choose, whether or not they use those as as an indicator. But it's not the main indicator. There are other economic indicators, such as the GDP, such as our deficit. Something that uh, George Bush took a huge, a huge, huge surplus and turned it into a huge deficit. Well, you said the thing. Obama made it worse. Bush made it worse. You said? No, Obama. Obama made it worse. Obama. Yes. Calm. I don't understand. What is Obama? I mean, I'd understand if he's from Alabama or if he talked with a Southern accent. But why do you keep calling him Obama? Obama can. Making our company worse. That's the ultimate disrespect, saying his name wrong there. Wait, Tone, how are you saying his name? (laughs) He's saying Obama. Obama Coon. Or Obama Coon. (laughs) Now, you bring up up that you hate socialism so much. Um, Your friend Freeman, he just filed for unemployment. That's socialism, Tone. Well, um, the other thing is that it, it I happened. Say, hooray for socialism. Yeah. Are, are you against Medicare and Medicaid? Do you, do you not like old people getting medication? Because uh, that's socialism, Tone. 
Well, socialism. Well, because this socialism idea is going to what I call nationalized health care. And that we're going to bet. Universal health care. Universal health care, or socialist health care, as, as I call it. <laughs> and socialist health care is going to put a bureaucrat to you an adopter. So um, would you rather bureaucrats be in between you and your doctor? And that it won't. But would you rather have that or the drug companies? Which would you prefer? Would you prefer? I want to have my own insurance company to fund. That I want to pay my own insurance company to help me find a very good to help to find the right doctor and the right physicians to to, to, to um I can go to that is available well, for me. See, my my father was actually vice president of a major major HMO. And I know a little bit about uh, insurance companies. And do you realize their main job is to keep you from getting health care? Have you ever tried to go to the doctor and, and been denied service? Uh, no. I mean, my health care just gave me the right service. And I get a free, I can get a doctor. I can just get a doctor appointment wherever it's available. What about Thanks Paul Freeman? Yeah, what about, what, about your, what about your best friend in the entire world, Bob Freeman? who's unemployed uh, without health coverage, what if he was to go into the hospital with a brain tumor or something? You're going to make me cry, Ro. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing is that... Well, what... Well, here's the thing is that, that this company said... Um, I know that this is a tough economic times, and there are times that once you get a good job, you can get good... Um, a health coverage, like my company had, gives me very good health coverage. Right, but I'm unemployment is so coverage. high right now. And again, under but, Obama's plan, if if you're if you're content with your health coverage, you don't have to change it. You don't have to do anything. This is about getting people that aren't insured insured. Do you understand how that saves the American people money? Now look at a guy like Suds. You know Suds? Yes. Okay, now this is a guy, he goes around, he's drinking, he's eating pills, he gets sick, he goes to the emergency room. Yeah. Is this before or after the good and bye thread? It's, it's both. Now, you go to the emergency room, the bill for that is a minimum of $5,000. And who pays that? The American government. So that's socialism. Yeah. Now, if we could have him covered by health care, he could go in and see a doctor and he could, ha he could practice preventive medicine, therefore he'd never end up in a, in, in a emergency room unless, of course, he tried to commit suicide again. But in the long run, it saves us much more money if the people are covered by health insurance rather than not covered and, and dependent on emergency rooms which legally can't turn away anyone. Okay. <laughs> There's a thing about this. I, this, like I said, about unemployment. But let's talk about this idea about we need to have the. There's something like affordable healthcare right now in California. I mean, even go. There is other healthcare benefits. The reason why we have free market healthcare is so that companies can compete for lower prices. You know when when we have competition like capital in capitalism, like you want to sell a product and then you have a NAR product that they want to sell next door to sell your NAR product and then you want people to buy your product. 
You want to keep, right. and then you you want to keep lowering prices so that more people can buy your product. No, actually, the main rule of economics is you want to sell your product for as much as possible. And in terms of competition, you usually don't have a choice of competition. When you got your health insurance through your company, did they give you a bunch of health insurances to choose from, or did they tell you who you would be covered by? Well, they give me a choice of health care insurance, which I can choose from. Ah, that's generally not the rule. A lot of good choices. Yes. Now, the other thing about, and I'm all for the free market society, but when you're talking about free market, that means also, I mean, you watch these infomercials on TV, right? And and you see the, and that's free market. I mean, they're going to, they say that this this video is going to make you lose a hundred pounds in 20 weeks or your money back. I mean, with the free market also comes lies. It comes it's all about profit it's all well, about profit and I don't think that the, the health care of, of our children should be about putting money into the pockets of the pharmaceutical companies nor the health maintenance organizations do you disagree with that? Um, if the health care insurance were cheaper I mean you want to make care cheaper you have like let's say potential um, AI, well, well, AIG is the question because I thought AIG was, it's a peer-shit company anyway. Okay, Prudential and, uh, Principal and Health Insurance. Uh, what are you talking about? AIG is a financial institution. Prudential is a, is, no, no, you know, we'll just, please continue. We'll just say those are life insurance companies, Okay. And you want to be sure that it's kind of like a business, that people want to get good insurance. And they want to find out which insurance covers the benefit than the best. And the price, you know what how much they want to spend a month, and which one they're covered. They want to be sure which, which of the things they want to be covered in. And they want to be sure that they, they, people have to make a fleet choice. Where do they go for... Company A or company or oh, health insurance A or, or health insurance B or and stuff like that. Oh, that makes tons you of sense. You want to make people a free choice of which healthcare they want. You want to pay like about five dollars a month for health insurance, we, then you can pay five dollars a month for health insurance. I'm pretty sure there are very there are very health cares out there. Yeah, there's there's more than one health insurance out there. The problem is the people that can't afford it. Do you think that the people that can't afford health insurance don't deserve health insurance? Well, here's the thing. People who can't afford health insurance um, don't need government support. How's that? <laughs> they don't need government money. But uh, they're see, getting... I don't need government. Right now, under our current system, they're getting it because... They just go to the hospital and they don't pay their bill, and it and it yeah. gets charged to the government. Don't I know it? <laughs> and it doesn't go against your credit. It's almost like what's the point of having health insurance now when all you have to do is wait, go to the. I mean, you go to the emergency room and you're seeing kids there with colds. Now, wouldn't it be better if they they had health 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 insurance? Therefore, I'm talking in circles here, but. Wouldn't it be better? Well, if, 
that we connect the kids, the parents, they have problems with the parents' health insurance and their health companies. But their parents don't have health insurance as well, Tone. Do you oh, know? Oh, that, that will. Oh, yeah, I, I see what your point is. But I think that if, if we were in a free market and we have um, cut taxes on businesses, then people, then companies can hire more people to work. So therefore, when they, if they can hire more people to work, then they can afford to buy health insurance. Let me, can I just interrupt really quickly, Tone? I just wanted to say, Tone, uh, you were talking about the choices that Tone had with health insurance at his current job, and they did hook him up with a pretty good one. Uh, it, it's Geico. The only side effect is Tone has to pretend to be a car. <laughs> I thought it would get a bigger laugh. I, I was fake. No, I'm sorry. I was on mute. I was cracking the fuck up. No, I'm stoned. It, it probably wasn't that funny. <laughs> Go on, Tone. Carry on. Well, let's let's say that if we, what if we cut this? Well, we cut this with small businesses and corporations so that people can, so that the companies can hire people, and then when they hire people, they can have money to spend five dollars a month for health insurance. Did you just say five dollars a month? They can spend just five dollars a month for health insurance. Yes. I, I guess you do go through Geico. What currency? In U.S. dollars. Oh, gotcha. What about the un- unemployed and underemployed? What are they supposed to do about health insurance? Here's what I can uh, suggest for the unemployed. And I did have this in back of my past, past experience. I'm listening. Uh, work for like some temp agencies. Oh, temp agencies are booming right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look for like go for temp agencies. Go find some self-employed work, and then um, go, go find self-employed work or temporary work, or get some like go for like temp agencies, or get some contract jobs. In those so you're saying join the mafia? Join I don't know, like a like a hitman, yeah. like a hitman tone contract work. Yeah, contract work. And stuff like that. Hmm. Hey, can we switch gears here and talk about the Jin- Bobby Jindal versus the volcano? Are, are you familiar with Bobby Jindal, Tone? Yes. He's a huge fan. You, you are? Ah. Great. Can I, uh, I just want to kind of uh, quote something that uh, Bobby Jindal said. A couple things, actually. Hey, it's me, For- Bobby Jindal. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try my voice. Uh, while some wasteful projects in the bill make sense, their legislation is larded with wasteful spending. $140 million for something called volcano monitoring. Instead of monitoring volcanoes, what Congress should be monitoring is the eruption of spending in Washington, D.C. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, that, that, maybe you have, let me translate that. That we need to monitor what we are spending in Washington. Tagalog. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Tagalog? Yeah. Yeah, translate it, Tone. I can't translate your Tagalog. Let me go ahead and um, kind of like explain this a bit. Is that we need to monitor what our government is spending. We need to know where our money is spent at. 
And what the spinning bill is, is that here are some, like, 8,000 earmarks that I've never heard of. We don't spend money on... Which we just pointed out shit. that... We don't spend some money yeah, on you, pig you, shit. Yeah, we do need to spend money on pig shit. A, by doing that, we're, we're getting a whole bunch of jobs. B, if we can re- reduce the smell of pig shit, that therefore incre- increases the property value around these farms, which therefore increases the taxes that we collect, which therefore increases the federal budget. I just I want to thank Tone for translating it, because I couldn't understand that East, <laughs> East Indian gentleman with his thick accent. <laughs> a no, poo back- from The Simpsons? What, what was he trying to say? Look, I mean, this type of, this type of project, this thing is not going to work, because all you did is give them what I call temporary jobs. They're not going to be working for about three months or two a year, and then they're going to get laid off. No, Those that's not, not true. These, these are these are these are jobs that that stick around. Now, I want to stick just 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 towards vol- volcano monitoring. Do you think it's important that we that we monitor volcanoes, considering you live on a fault line there, buddy? I look. There are some uh, universities that does volcano volcano monitoring, right? And we already know about all this uh, stuff. I mean, in in our uh, universe, why should we? Um, why should we do, like, um, spend more money on, on projects, like some side projects, and all these pet projects are not spending bills that we're spending I'm, I'm on? Talking, let, let's try to stick with the volcano monitoring on this. Do you yeah. think it is important for us to monitor volcanoes? Uh, I uh, no. You don't. What about because Yellowstone, Tom? Yeah, Yellowstone and uh, about fifty volcanoes. We have We've been spending government money on on those already. Why spend more money on those? On yeah, those? but the technology is so. I mean, we're talking about some of that money goes to to turn it from analog to digital equipment, and most of it goes to create job and save jobs that have been lost during the recent budget shortfalls. So okay. basically, that that. That bill he's talking about, the $150 million, which only a small percentage goes towards volcano monitoring, would actually make jobs. And these, are, these aren't just three-month jobs. These are, these are stable jobs. They're government jobs. What do, you, do, you, do you like volcanoes? Do you, are, you a magma, are you a magma fanboy? <laughs> no, I'm not a big magma fanboy. Well, I'm not the one called volcano person. Like, hey, these are called side projects that we can spend on the long run once government has some money. Okay, I, okay. I, just, I just... We just do not need to spend it right now. We just need to be... We need to get the economies off the effects so that companies... We need to jumpstart these companies so that, so that more, more, money, more money can go to the government. And then we can spend all these side projects... In the long run, later on. I mean, not now, but later on. Ned, yeah, these, does, these, does government have a PayPal account? Because I want to donate. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't know. <laughs> not a not a serious question, though. But uh, but uh. I mean, don't you think it's funny from, I mean, this guy's the governor of Louisiana that was hit by the biggest natural disaster ever, and we're going to get to that in a second, but it was hit by one of the biggest natural disasters ever. 
and and this guy's against something that could help prevent natural disasters. Well, you can never prevent natural disasters, okay? But you can warn. Now, if they, you th- can warn. Yeah, and that yeah, and you can do things like this volcano monitoring. What we do is we monitor volcanoes around populated areas and around our military bases. So, uh, do you have a support our troops sticker on the back of your Saturn? <laughs> there's a there's a thing, guys. Is that very hard volcano monitoring right now, which is adequately um, very good technology. You could warn no, it's us. Not. You're completely wrong. I've done tons of tons of research on this because I, I've written several articles about it. But but let's just agree to disagree on that. Let's let's go back to Katrina. Now, first of all, you you did you did see the speech, correct? You saw you you saw yeah. Bobby Jindal speak. Did you think it was at all stupid for him to bring up Katrina before talking about wasting government money, considering that his state took the most government money? Oh, I made a goof. <laughs> anyway, le- I'll just let you. I'll let you let that one simmer with you. I'm going to quote. Uh, I'm going to quote uh, Bobby Jindal uh, again from his speech during Katrina. I visited Sheriff Harry Lee, a Democrat and a good friend of mine. When I walked into his makeshift office, I'd never seen him so angry. He was yelling into the phone, "Well, I'm the sheriff, and if you don't like it, you can come and arrest me." I asked him, Sheriff, what's got you so mad? He told me that he had to put out a call for volunteers to come up with their boats to rescue people who were trapped on their rooftops by floodwaters. The boats were all lined up and ready to go, and some bureaucrat showed up and told them they couldn't go out on the water unless they had proof of insurance and registration. I told him, Sheriff, that's ridiculous. And before I knew it, he was yelling into the phone, Congressman Jindal's here, and he says that you can come and arrest him too. Now, uh, Jindal's office has gone on to completely admit that that entire story was made up. It was completely fictional. That conversation never happened. It was a complete lie. So now I ask you, lying about a huge natural disaster to the to the American people that hit your state. Do you think his career his his, his career is over, or do you think he'll he'll still still be all right? Uh, it's just going to be four years from or about three or four years from now. So who I knows? Don't I, don't... I don't think he'll win governor. I don't think he'll win governor New Orleans after that shit. I mean, he lied about Katrina. In a, in a nationwide address, he lied. He completely fabricated a story, and and he's already um, admitted to doing so. Um, now, when I I will have to, uh, I don't want to go ahead and jump into any conclusions about that. But I don't want to have to uh, to uh, see things in the uh, long. What's going to happen in the long run? I think the whoever's a speechwriter just fucks up. Where was the speechwriter? That's what I heard. He's he's repeated he's he's repeated that speech many times during his campaign. It's actually what got him elected was that speech. I mean, is that really? I didn't really. I wasn't really up to like some Louisiana 
I need. I'm listening to that type of news. Well, I mean, looking at that type of news story. He's well, saying. Now, Tone, yeah. you know what? You can't go and blame his speechwriter though, because he's got to approve those speeches. I mean, he's got to rehearse them. So if, I mean, he can't. You can't like. It still reflects Bobby Jindal, right? I mean, I believe that you have to like, kind of like. Um, I, I, I mean, got, he knew it wasn't re- true. He knew he himself, didn't do it. He knew he, he wasn't true. He needed to reevaluate everything and, and everything like that. I mean, what, what's wrong with this up? With this up phone line, I guess. I hear some things <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's bad connection. You must have just misspoke or something, right? It's kind of like <laughs> 17, 17 minutes missing on the Nixon tapes. <laughs> Anyways, well, let, let's uh, let's wrap it up here because we are way over. Um, I just want to say, check us out on iTunes. We're also on Zoom. Add your comments and feedback. Go to podcastalley.com. Search for Z-List and give us a vote, if you don't mind. Um, a good one. Plus, yeah, good. Uh, well, there's no other way to vote, either. Uh-huh. You vote or you don't. Um, if you... Um, Check us out at zlist.com with three Z's. We also have a new blog site, zlist with three Z's.com. I'm sorry, zlist.wordpress.com. Also linked to zlist.com, so check us out there. On MySpace, zlist, zzzlist. Also, auto TK on MySpace. Freeman, you want to plug your MySpace tone? You have a My, MySpace plug? You go first now. Okay, I just got to do that. I have a blog already. It's called simplerednet.blogspot.com. It's basically my comment. Simplerednet.blogspot.com. Yeah, simplerednet.blogspot.com. Okay, got it. I'll put up a link on Z-List. That could be my commentary about my political commentary. Okay. Matt, I'll, I'll, hold on, I'll I need to clarify on. real quick. I'm sorry, I know we're running short on time, but you're saying your your blog is called Simple Redneck. Filipino Redneck. Oh, Filipino Redneck. I'm sorry, I thought it was Simple Redneck. <laughs> okay, please please continue. He's he's not the captain of the enunciation team. <laughs> yeah, I see. Filipino Redneck dot blogspot dot com. Right, Tom. Okay. Right. Okay. I'll link that up on Zlist because Tone does have an advice column on Zlist, which I need to tend to. I have some more questions on there for you, Tone, so I'll send those to you. What else are you plugging, Tone? Uh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. A fat whore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and um, and Freeman, he can be found uh, BobFreemanShow.com, soon to be coming within the next few days. BobFreemanBoard.com um, drama going on there. I just wanted to mention uh, there's this guy on that BobFreemanBoard.com he posts under the name Otto I don't know who it is but he's had it out for me a long time. My screen name on that board is Omerta Got it Okay. The, the Otto guy is a dick yeah, oh, man, seriously. He's a total fucking prick. Yeah, and, and he's using my name, and it's just, I mean, I've tried everything. I, I know there's nothing you can do about it, Freeman, but. Yeah. He sent, yeah, that... he sent my mom a photo of his erect cock under the subject, <laughs> suck it. That's not even cool. Uh, um, unbelievable. You know, it's funny. That's exactly what Tone did to me. <laughs> great, <laughs> great minds think alike. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tone wrote suck it across his stomach in lipstick or something. 
Do you remember that one, Tone? You sent me that yeah. one? Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Um, so, Freeman, what else do you have to plug? MySpace? Uh, Cra Craigslist ads? What? No, no. The, the Craigslist ads have all been deleted because mm. I used the term throating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess I'll plug uh, alcoholiccritic.com and trevormania.com. Uh, Unfortunately, one of the audio tracks of uh, one of my videos at uh, uh, alcoholiccritic.com has been deleted because apparently Warner Brothers or Warner Music Group, whatever they're called, didn't like me using their music without uh, asking for permission. Yeah, that's their new thing. They're deleting audio now. Yes, yeah, you click the video and I sound like an idiot because there's no sound. Mm. Well, that sucks. Um, but yeah, for for um, soon, your board will be back up soon too, right? It should be, yeah. By the time uh, this goes on, it should be back up. Okay, so for for pictures of Big Tone's penis, go to bobfreemanboard.com. Yeah, it's magnificent. <laughs> it is beautiful. I also have yeah. an artist rendition up there. Um, email your feedback to editor at zzzlist.com, and that's all I have. Does anyone else have anything? Well, and on Facebook, we also have Ro Hurley and uh, Chris Otto. I'm the one from Scottsdale. Cool. So, on that note, um, all right, until maybe next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Happy Mardi Gras. Cool. Yay! Daydream, I fell asleep amid the flowers. I fell asleep amid the flowers. Pour a couple of hours. Pour a couple of hours. On a beautiful day. Daydream, dream. I dream of you amid the flowers. I dream of you amid the flowers. Pour a couple of hours. Such a beautiful day. Uh, it's a spy from behind my giant robot's eyes. I keep them happy 'cause the mic fall out if he cries. Scared of heights, so I might pass out if. Keep them on autopilot cause I can't drive Rumor not the one I tell my homies they can't ride Unless we're sitting on the shoulders but that's way too high Let's try not to step on the children The news cameras filming this walking project building Now that's hoes selling hoes like right around the toes And the crackheads beg at about the lower leg There's crooked police that's stationed at the knees And they do drive-bys like up and down the thighs And there's a car chase going on at the waist Keep a vest on my chest I'm sitting in my room as I'm looking out the face Something to write about I still got some damage from fighting the White House Just a daydream I fell asleep amid the flowers For a couple of hours On a beautiful day Now come on everybody, let's make it cool We need a few more half-naked women up in the pool And hold this Mac-10 that's all covered in jewels And can you please put your this one's closer to the 22s And where's the champagne? We need champagne Now look as hard as you can with this blunt in your hand And now hold up your chain, slow motion through the flames Now cue the smoke machines and the simulator rain But not too 
loud cause the baby's sleeping I wonder if it knows what the world is keeping Up both sleeves while he lay there dreaming Me and my robot tiptoe round creeping I had to turn my back on what got you paid I couldn't see, had the hood on me like I boot great But I like to thank the streets that drove me crazy And all the televisions out there that breaks me I was angry, yeah.